Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we so appreciate you being here. And we're still licking our wounds for uh, multi-causation for the massive underperformance of the Republican Party, both from my home state in Arizona and across the nation. And uh, we have uh, Sheriff Richard Mack, uh, and as he likes to say, and I love this line, one of the few guys that took on the Clintons and lived to tell about it, and he defeated them in the Supreme Court back in the 90s, uh, former Graham County Sheriff, now politically active, educating sheriffs around the country on the importance of following the Constitution and what that means. And the what that means is his point of emphasis. And we'll talk about his organization before we conclude today. And before we join Richard, I've got to take care of some business, and we're going to take care of all of our business up front so we have a straight shot. But there's a couple things I want to mention to, to you guys. The food supply chain is growing worse. The noose is tightening. Um, I have a lot of contact with farmers, and a couple of these farmers are very, very good friends of mine. I mean, we're talking socializing friends of mine. And they're all saying the same thing about the quality of fertilizer, the amount of fertilizer, the train strike that they're trying to keep out of the media. They're waiting for the mechanics to go out so the train strike people, the employees, do not have to cross or, or do their own strike. They just say they're not crossing the picket line. And then diesel's ready to go out of sight. I could go on and on, folks. Here's the bottom line. Do you want to get food from Joe Biden, take your chances on starving your family to death, or do you want to get storable food that's good? My Patriot Supply is the biggest in the country, the best in the country, 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day in your servings, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. They have great variety. You can survive on this, and we recommend right now for every member of your family getting the three-month emergency kit because the sales $250 off and I want to mention this too they have not raised prices in over three years so this is a great company very successful you need to take care of business go to preparewithdave.com that's preparewithdave.com additionally ladies and gentlemen FTX has rocked the financial world lawsuits are beginning to happen um, it, it, companies that even have third and fourth tier uh, relationships with FTX are probably going to get sued. So uh, let me say this, folks. Your bank is in trouble. Your bank's in trouble. Uh, I went to Noble Gold four years ago as an advertiser, four and a half years ago. Four years ago, I became an advertiser. Uh, so I've been a customer, been an advertiser, been the whole thing. And i got to tell you, they've diversified my portfolio tremendously. I'm not centered in banks or bank-owned IRAs. I'm really diversified. I'll take a hit with what's coming, but we're not going to take a catastrophic hit, and you don't have to either. They uh, have professionals answer the phone. They are trained not to close a deal. You have to close your own deal. That was really unsettling the first time I had to do that. Cause I, okay, I'm ready. Oh, Mr. Hodges, want me to do something? Yeah, I want you to close the deal for me. And that's how they're trained. The uh, best group I've ever worked with, but they can save our backsides by diversification. So go to goldbeforelate.com and they can send you an information packet. That's goldbeforelate.com or you can call them at 877-646-5341. That's 5346, excuse me, 877-646-5347. Now listen to me. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's one more thing that we need to take care of. Uh, and and I, I can't stress the importance of this. We're talking blackouts in New England now. 
That's what the word is. It's going to be European-style blackouts because of what's going on with home heating fuel. And Biden's not going to budge an inch. He's not going to produce one more ounce of energy. And these people are in big trouble. And they're keeping this out of the media, too. But I'm telling you, this information is everywhere. And I worry about Michigan because Whitmer's cutting off the pipelines coming out of Canada. Uh, She just had to wait for the election to finish before she's doing that. Uh, Listen to me. If your grid goes down for any length of time, you're not getting water. And you'll have to scavenge. And scavenging water is not that hard to do. It's just, are you sure you can drink it? That's why you need a good water filter. And the Alexa Pro water filter is the best there is. They have a sale. They have a race prices. Go to waterwithdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. And those are our sponsors. And I think you can see, where are we centered at here, folks? We're centering on giving you information and products that I fear you'll need. I hope you don't. But I fear you'll need this. Anyway, uh, Richard Mack, Sheriff Richard Mack, needs no real introduction. Um, we'll have him talk about his organization a little later in the show because I think it's something we all need to support. But uh, he has his finger on the pulse of nearly everything in the, that goes on in this country. Very little goes on that he doesn't know about. And it's been far too long since we've had him on the show. So, Richard, I want to welcome you to the show. It's always my honor to have you on the show. For the, you do such a great service for our country. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks, Dave. Uh, I appreciate our friendship, and I appreciate you having me on the show. And uh, I, I too, echo what you said to start the show. I'm still reeling with the wounds of uh, the corruption of Republicans and Democrats alike, and uh, the election should have come out much better. And it doesn't look like we're getting anything uh, of the top four candidates in Arizona. Uh, We still maybe have a chance for the Attorney General's office, and it looks like uh, maybe number five, cop would be the uh, superintendent of education and that's tom horn Tom Horn, yeah mm-hmm. he's been around he's been around for a long time uh abe hamada might still make it in, a, uh, in the attorney general their, position their, yeah yes that's ag and um there are even some people are still holding out uh, for carrie lake but i i don't think as far as the mainstream voting is, it goes i don't think she's going to make it but uh it's a sad day for arizona it's a sad day for america and, uh, I, you know, you and I talked off the air before this. Um, how many times, how many opportunities has the pendulum swing, uh, swung back to the Republicans? And what do they do? Well, we already had 12 senators vote uh, for, uh, for um, same-sex marriage at the federal level. And, and the thing of it is, the problem with that is, I don't care... Uh, who loves who and and who gets married. I don't care. That's their deal. But to make that a federal issue and to think that they have the authority to undefine marriage, uh, which was defined, which they didn't have the authority to do in the first place, it's not up to the federal government to define marriage. That is a religious principle that they continue to violate the First Amendment on every day. But now they had 12 Republicans join the Democrats, the Mitt Romneys and, and Susan Collins and all those uh, people who don't believe in the Constitution, believe that they can do anything and everything they want, that they are, they are the only decider as to how far their federal authority goes. That's what really gets to me. It's obvious these people do not know what their jobs are, do not know what they're doing. And it's, it's obvious that they will join, many Republicans will join the, the Democrats in the destruction of our Constitution yes. and the, the rule of law. Well, to me, I see this Marriage Act a lot like Roe v. Wade. Uh, the federal government does not have the constitutional authority to rule on this. Um, right. in this I th- I, and again, marriage is generally deferred to the states. Uh, they set well, their parameters. It's generally deferred to the churches. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, and so uh, I don't know why we need to get a permit. Well, actually, I do know why. But to get a permit from government to get married, that that absolutely blows me away. And when I was a history teacher, I started looking into it, and I found out why. And it's all based on racism. Yet you know, nobody cares about this racist uh, Jim Crow law that requires people to go get a license and a permit from your local government and then pay you know, a hundred bucks to do it or whatever it costs, 80, 120, whatever it is for a a marriage license now. But again, 
that's government getting in the way of a religious practice that is guaranteed by the by the uh, First Amendment. Well, I'll tell you where this is going to end up, in my humble opinion. It's going to end up like the wedding cake fiasco, where pastors yeah. are going to get sued because they'll say, no, it's against the Bible to marry people who are same sex. <laughs> and they're going to get sued because they'll refuse yep. to do it in their own church. Right. Yeah, and again, uh, the, the courts and and the state, the government, has no business getting involved in that. If a priest doesn't want to do that, that's up to him. That's, that's, again, that's just freedom. It's called free will. I am not going to do this, and you can't force me to do it. And, and that's, that's especially the Democrat theme now, is if you don't, do, if you don't go along with this, we'll force you to. And, and the pandemic proved that, the so-called pandemic. The only pandemic we really had was a pandemic of corruption in the epicenter of Washington D.C. and and this whole this whole thing was government could do anything to you that they want any time they want as long as it's for your own good and and that is the the antithesis the complete opposite of what our constitution guaranteed. Yeah, it, it totally is true. Richard, I do want to check on one thing. You didn't take any FTX money now, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know, if they if they had sent something to uh, support the CSPOA, our constitutional sheriff movement, I don't know if I would have objected or checked into it to see if it was all no, done. No, I doubt nobody if I would have conducted an investigation. No, yeah. I, I had an advertiser... Uh, completely clean, completely reputable, love these guys to death, and I trust them, and, and I still trust them, uh, but they had a secondary agent that they had done some work with where they had a subsidiary who did some work for FTX. Do you see the generational separation? I'm separated by four generations of connection. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. there's there's nothing that's going to happen to me, and I never had any funds or didn't promote FTX, but they really didn't either. But because they have a connection to someone that did through a subsidiary, now they're all worried. And this is happening yeah. across the board. And this is a completely reputable company. This thing is going to be huge. But, man, oh, man, how did the politicians get away with it? Maxine Waters was asked by Fox News yesterday, yeah. are you going to give the money back? No, the Republicans took it too, so I'm going to keep mine. Yeah, I mean, she is. She, it, she's one of the... Besides Fetterman uh, and, and uh, Katie Hobbs, uh, Maxine Waters is another one uh, who I just look at and say, uh, "How do people vote for her? Yeah. Who who are the idiots that vote for these people? Uh, even with uh, uh, voter fraud, uh, I still can't believe that people actually vote for these people. I, I just can't believe that we're we have that many stupid people in this country." No. I said the Can't same buy. thing. How, how could you spend 30 seconds lo- listening to Fetterman, looking at Fetterman? By the way, I don't know if you knew this. I found this out from my Latin American expert that we use, Sam Arnold. Fetterman's wife is Brazilian, and although she came here as a child, the family maintained radical communist ties in Brazil, and they are tied to the communist Chinese and the voting machines that stole the election from Bolsonaro in Brazil. And yeah. I'll t- tell you something. I'll, I'll make a connection here. There was an open mic when Biden was campaigning in Pennsylvania for Fetterman, and he turned to his wife, and Fetterman was on the other side, so it was no mistaking who he was talking to, and he said, you'll make a great senator. He was saying that to his communist wife. Oh, my God. Listen, I've heard the tape. I had the tape played for me by by a host of another show, and I just was, you've got to be kidding me. Um, It's so... Yeah, they elected Fetterman with the idea they'll have to have a replacement. I mean, do you think they're going to have ADA people follow him around with teleprompters in the Senate? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, but that's another thing, too, teleprompter. Uh, You know, people actually, there's people that want him to run again, that he would want, want to run again, and that everyone knows the teleprompter, whoever controls the teleprompter, controls the White House and controls Biden. And he can't even read those properly. And yeah. yet you're going to reelect a president who can't even follow script on a teleprompter. And he's so inept. And and, I'm, and I do feel sorry for him because I do believe uh, he has Parkinson's. Uh, 
both my uh, father-in-law and father died of it and he acts just like him he does that little walk that little shuffle walk just like him uh, some days he's, his acuity is good sometimes it's not just like my father-in-law and my father and and he has it and I feel sorry for that but the biggest liars in the country his wife and his staff are trying to pretend that he's qualified uh, and and capable of being president of the of the free world and of the United States and he is not and yet they're going to continue this farce and have him run again and and I can't wait to see those debates uh, but anyway it, this is just another sign of the utter corruption of Washington DC and of both parties that George Washington warned us that a two-party system would be the bane of American liberty. It sure is. Yeah, well, they're the same. They're the same at the top. Um, for months, and, and I'm not tooting my horn, but... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time for months and people will know this from my audience because they've been writing in and telling me dave you talked about this way back when uh after the primaries were over for the most part i said mcconnell's got to go because he's not funding the populist republican candidates and specifically i mentioned blake masters Adam Laxall, Dr. Oz, I went through that whole litany. Herschel Walker, he wasn't funded properly. Uh, and Blake Masters, he goes down the stretch. He could have won, and they pulled all his funding. Uh, McConnell did. Yeah. And and then yeah. uh, the McCain Mafia uh, gave $10 million to both Blake Masters' opponent, Mark Kelly, and also to Katie Hobbs. Uh, um, it, it just It's amazing to me. And we got betrayed. Kevin McCarthy betrayed people. Uh, the head of the RNC, Rona McDaniel, betrayed people. We are sold out at the top of the Republican Party, but we have that also in Arizona. Uh, Chairman yeah. Bill Gates of Maricopa County Supervisors and the head of the elections department in Maricopa County both have a pack, and they're both dedicated to rooting out the populace, aren't they? 
Yeah, they are. And, uh, you know, uh, two days before the primary, uh, Randy Miller and I, Randy Miller's uh, the director for CSPOA, our director for constitutional sheriffs in the state of Arizona, he and I decided to go get an appointment. Uh, Clint Hickman, uh, a county supervisor as well, uh, helped arrange this for us. Uh, he's one that pretends to be uh, uh, rather conservative on the Maricopa County Board. And uh, Stephen Richer, and Stephen Richer spent a couple of hours with us, taking us through the entire election facility that we've seen on the news every other day, sometimes ten times a day, uh, while they were counting the votes. And uh, they, they impressed me with their sincerity that they really wanted to do a good job. However, they're uh, they're drinking the the computer kudos, and they believe in computers. Both of them do, especially Richard. Uh, and then Richard, uh, I I told him I said, well, you're showing us all this stuff about how to uh, keep the elections safe and secure, uh, and yet you're still using computers as if you know something that the computers uh, cannot be hacked. They can be hacked, and uh, th- that you're saying they can't is is astonishing to me. And he said, "Computers. This is a quote from him. Computers are more reliable and more accurate than hand counting." That's not true. No, and I know it's not true. And and I said, "Man, oh man, you got to be kidding me." And so I, at that point, I knew we were just banging our heads against a brick wall uh, dealing with him. And then I find out that, as you just said, he has a pack, or he's part of a pack, that uh, to get rid of MAGA candidates and Trump, and and so of course now he was actually for Fontes, who is the biggest crook ever to run for an office in Arizona, and completely screwed up the Maricopa County election in 2020, and I believe he had a problem in 2018. He did. He said problem with the law. He's uh, an absolute uh, joke and a crook, and he he really got in trouble. He got censored, and the Arizona Republic and the Democrat Party really uh, came out against him because of what how he screwed up the election in Maricopa County uh, twice. And and they're just like Mark Fincham, a very good friend of mine, a good man. They ran him through every ringer you possibly could to make him look like. Somehow he was worse than Fontes. This was one of the best candidates we've ever had. They never really focused on his record as a state rep, which he did a stellar job as a state representative from the Tucson area. He served in the state legislature for years uh, and and did a great job. He got reelected all the time, and now he ran for that uh, for for assist for secretary of state. And that makes him the number two man and the uh, the number two person in the state. He's the, basically the lieutenant governor. And they go with Fontes, and Richard was supporting Fontes, yeah, a know, Republican supporting this this. And he has to know how horribly this guy screwed up. Richard took Fontes's place. Yeah, I know yet, that. Well, it's, it's all for Fontes now. Yeah, well, let me tell you about uh, Fontes. Uh, going back to the election fraud of 2020, there was a hack into the Maricopa County uh, election records prior to the election. And by law, uh, Fontes, who was in that position at that time, was obligated to tell every voter and the public that there had been a hack. And, and right. he covered it up. He didn't say a word about it. And then when Reesher came in, I think he thought, oh, poop. I better say something here because this now falls on me. And here's what he said. He lied. He said, uh, well, there was a hack, but no one's information was compromised. Bullcrap. I found out from election officials, <laughs> all your information's on a single data page. Mm-hmm. So if they get into the files, they get everything they want on somebody. But here's how they used it. And, and, and this is common knowledge. Liz Harris and I talked about this. The voter information, they could see who had... Uh, was on the rolls actively, but
but was probably dead because they were 98 years old. Okay, or they hadn't voted in 20 years, so they might have moved to somewhere like Ohio or California. So they were able to take these fake voting names and stick them on all these voter registration things that they uh, printed up. I have a relative that received seven, he's not even a Democrat, and he received seven mail-in ballots for 2020. And and this is how they did it. Uh, my this wife is, and I got sick. Okay, well, you're, you, you didn't beat you didn't you didn't beat my uh, relative, but I will. I'll tell you this: um, it's how, in part, they stole the election in Maricopa County, and Fontes is responsible. Let me ask you this too: we we don't have to go deep into this; we're into liable territory probably. But there are people in California that will never let Fontes come back there, and I don't know if you know about any of his alleged work with the casinos. Do you know anything about that? No. Okay. All right. Maybe that's left unsaid. Let's just put it this way. When you said he's an absolute crook, this rumor that's reached me from the New California people, that's the 51st State Initiative, uh, it it parallels what you're saying about him being a crook. Oh, he is. And he is a crook. No question. Uh, Fontes, you're listening. You are a crook. You deceived the voters of Maricopa County when you didn't inform them about the breach that I suspect Democrats let happen. Tell him to sue. Tell him to sue you and me both. Discovery, be and fine. we'll be glad to go to court because we'll we'll prove that he is, and, and and you know because we have all sorts of proof on that. He he won't sue anybody on that because he knows he is, and his record speaks for itself. And and again, I'm just wondering how they got to swing so many, even illegal votes, but to, to swing so many people to vote for this guy. Uh, over and over, these well, and I, I can tell Rick you how. Romley, Richard, it was the disinformation campaigns, and these went on all across the country. They had this this fake organization they put together from state to state, and I got mailings from them about Cary Lake. They uh, they said. Uh, Republicans against Kerry Lake. Republicans against Mark Fincham, the guy we're talking about. Okay? And so they had these fake people that were paid actors pretend on TV ads and on mail-outs that they uh, they were really Republicans but they couldn't vote for these radical people. They even said that Blake Masters had voted for legislation to force women who were almost on the verge of delivering to go out of state to have an abortion to save their life. Uh, and he wouldn't protect rape and incest victims. And, and here's, here's my point. Here's what I'm leading to on this. Those ads, and about Carrie Lake, those ads they ran against them in the final days were so blatantly lying and so blatantly false. I thought, this is libel and slander. This isn't campaigning. This isn't opinion. Yeah. This is lying about Mark Fincham saying he's an Oath Keepers and he planned the J6 rally. They actually said that. And I said, okay, why isn't the Republican Party suing the Democrats for this libel and slander? And you know why? Because the Republican leadership at the state and federal levels, national levels, they are compromised. They're part of it. Yeah. They're part of it. Yeah. And, and, And one other thing, too, on the election... And I know we could talk about the election forever, but on July 12th, the CSPOA, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, which I am the founder and president of, held a press conference in Las Vegas at the Ahern Hotel. And we had about 400 people in attendance, and we had Tina Peters, Mike Lindell, Mm -hmm. Patrick Byrne, and Liz Harris, and, oh, a, a bunch more. And we had both people... Uh, the the principals from True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, who are both friends of mine now, and we've become very close. And after we had a huge, I mean, a great press conference, uh, all about the voter fraud and the evidence that they had, we had a private meeting with about seven sheriffs, myself, Sam Bushman, and Greg Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht, and they gave us behind-the-scenes evidence of the true of the story that they couldn't release in front of everybody to the press yet. They weren't ready for this yet. Well, guess what it was? It was Eugene Yu, Professor Gene Yu, spelled Y-U, who just got arrested two or three weeks ago by the L.A. District Attorney's Office oh, yes, yes. for espionage and, and filling up the, his company, a company that he works for, Conic, and filling them up with 
voter rolls and voter information, private information that they are now collecting on Americans for China, for communist China. Why, why are they doing company. that, though? Before you go further, what would be China's well, because motive? Because China's in charge of all this uh, cheating and the machines. China is is responsible for 90% of this. Then the Democrats and their crooks and their cronies are responsible for the other 10. But this is all being pushed by them. The money, the funding, the machines, the whole thing is China. Connick now is suing uh, Greg Phillips and, and, and True the Vote. Well, he can add me to that. They can add me to that, too, because I saw the evidence. And this was this came out months at that meeting. We were told to keep it under our, our pillow, which, okay, we will. We'll keep it quiet. And then uh, it came out that you was actually arrested for the very things, and Connick was exposed for the very things that True the Vote has been trying to expose ever since they started this election fraud campaign. Uh, which 10 years ago, but especially since two and a half years ago, and it all is coming to fruition. And then we find out <laughs> that through the through the vote uh, gets arrested because they won't divulge their sources. Yeah. And this is an, on a civil matter, and it the judge way jumped the gun. You can't you can't put somebody in prison when the case hasn't even been filed yet. I mean, it it just the the. Ink wasn't even on on dry yet on the papers that had been issued against them, and they said, "Oh, you have to give, you don't have to give anything until you go to court and you work it out." That, okay, judge, your honor, they won't divulge witnesses, they won't divulge information. Then maybe you can uh, try to put the the screws on uh, uh, true the vote people, but instead the judge leads with that, and he puts them in jail. And then the charges actually get dropped against you. If they did, if they didn't have the evidence, they could never have arrested him in the first place. We're not talking about some conservative organization, some constitutional group arresting Professor Yu. It was the DA's office in Los Angeles, for heaven's sake. And so they had to have done their homework first. I think they still might go back to some different charges or refer to the feds. But the feds will drop the ball because we have the worst uh, corrupt uh, criminal uh, investigation unit in the world. The FBI would be the one to turn it over to. And who in the hell trusts them? You see how corrupt this whole thing is? The whole country is corrupt. This this is like FTX. I mean, uh, you know, they're talking about these businesses and banks have to pay back the money. I agree. But what about the politicians that took the money, the $40 million in campaign funds for the Democratic Party? And then you have this L.A. thing. And the whole thing, Richard, is corrupt. And you know what's interesting? It's uh, When I started out in this business, it was hard to find information. You really had to be a journalist and work and talk to people and vet. Today, the, the, the statement from the Bible, the prophecy from the Bible, that in the end days, the sins of the leaders will be revealed, is that ever true today? It's easy to find this stuff. It's easy to find it now. Yeah, it's everywhere. And, and it is. You're, you're making a very valid point. To find out these things, uh, it's just not that hard anymore. And and to me, it's like Maxine Waters. They don't care if you know how much of a crook they are. They don't care anymore because no. they know they're going to get reelected anyway. They know it. They know they they're never going to be prosecuted. Care. You know, Maxine they know Waters, answer to it. she has no income that she claims beyond her congressional salary of 173000 the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Yet she lives in a $5 million house, the biggest in her district. Mm-hmm. Tell me how that. Yeah. And then Diane Feinstein goes into the Senate as a millionaire and she'll leave as a billionaire. Same with uh, the Obamas. The Obamas had average jobs before they. Ran for office, and and now they're multimillionaires. He's trying to uh, get some partners to buy the Phoenix Suns. 
That's that's a billion dollar deal. And where did the Obamas get that kind of money? God, they don't they, have it. If they, they take they over the suns, the if they take over the suns, their new uniforms will be dresses, and they'll have to wear makeup. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, <laughs> I just oh my gosh, what a disaster uh, that will be! <laughs> yeah, well, the whole thing's a disaster, and and, and uh, it, it just baffles me that just like Tina Peters, and and just like uh, True the Vote people, do you know that actually how naive Greg Phillips and uh, Catherine Engelbrecht are? And they're great people. I, they're very good people. I, I absolutely love them both. But they were so naive that when they got the evidence against voter fraud and about voter fraud, they actually took it to the FBI. They, they took it to the FBI and believed that the FBI would do the right thing. Instead, you know what the FBI did? They went after Catherine and Greg. Well, it was That's actually, yeah, the FBI did, but so did the state officials, Jenna Griswold, the Secretary of State of Colorado. And, and you yes. know, I, I've read through everything that's been said by the state of Colorado about Tina Peters. And by the way, we should mention for the audience, Tina Peters oh, yeah. was the county clerk and recorder of Mesa County in Grand Junction, Colorado. And and Correct. she knew that these machines were cheating. And she didn't have technical expertise. And this is what they're trying to get her five years in prison on. She brought in a computer expert under her supervision to look at these machines to determine whether or not the, the, what the degree of criminality was. And they said, right. you brought in an unapproved person, and you snuck them in, and now we're going to get you for it. And, and to me... But if she you, did that for... But, again, criminal intent exactly. is not there, and breaking the law is not there. There's it, nothing there, because she was wanting to preserve the evidence I know. of what those machines had. And, she and was, yet, they, yeah. she's been arrested twice for it. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible, and I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, okay, if I'm the head, executive head of an organization, and I suspect my organization's not operating as it should under the color of law, I have the right to bring in an expert to investigate. I don't have to ask anyone's you to, permission. You have the responsibility. You have the right and the duty to do that. And, and so they're prosecuting her for doing her job. Exactly. Exactly. And the, they're prosecuting her. To make an example of her to everybody else, and to, and to make people think that doing your job and trying to protect evidence and protect the integrity of the vote is somehow criminal, and and that's that, that's another thing that leads us to Co Cochise County, Arizona. Oh yeah, thank you. Who now thank the you. board of supervisors there just want to hand count the vote, and and the judge says no, you cannot. Why on earth would you not be able to and Cochise County should just do it anyway, and I believe they are. The judge cannot tell them. There's a separation of powers. He cannot tell the executive branch that you cannot verify your own votes in your own county. Well, he can if, he can if he's criminally corrupt, Judge. Um, well, say it. Richard, the <laughs> thing I, I, I think the audience ought to know, though, is it, initially, as I understood it, Cochise County said, we're going to hand count to verify the machine count after the fact. Right. And I want to Correct. show what a criminal Katie Hobbs, who's going to become the governor now, how what a criminal she is. She is the current Secretary of State in Arizona, means she oversees statewide elections. Okay? Correct. She signed the legal document that went to the uh, judge to rule against the hand count. If that's not the definition and poster child of conflict of interest, I don't know what is. Yeah, no kidding. And, and not only that, she should have recused herself from the election. She well, was in charge yeah. of an election that she was running for. Exactly. The yep. top spot and all of that. It, and she never came out like, she, there is no problem. I'm just going to do my job here. You know? Oh, no. Now, imagine, everybody, <laughs> if if a Republican, especially a supporter of Trump, were in charge of the election in Arizona. Imagine that. What would the press have been doing? And that's why the, the corruption of Washington, D.C. gets away with everything because the national media allow it. And you can get away with anything, including murder, if the national media support you. And that's exactly what's going on here.
And I, I really do appreciate alternative media like you, uh, Liberty Roundtable, Sam Bushman, who I work with a lot, as Good you know. Good guy. Good guy. And, yep. and uh, Epic Times. Yep. Uh, now, if you look at the Epic Times, what they did with the January 6th uh, research they did, man, oh, man. Uh, Josh has done a great job on that. Yes. Uh, he was the narrator. Absolutely. And, and uh, uh, I got interviewed by CNN uh, about two months ago, and they came out here. And uh, it, it was a real joke. And I, you know, I knew it was going to do it. I told her on the interview, and I have it. I have the whole thing audio videotape, uh, audio tape, not video. They would not allow me to videotape it, but they said I could audio uh, tape it, and I did. And I told the reporter, her name is Sarah Sidner, and uh, I, I said, I know you're going to lie, and I know you're going to do a hack job. And she goes, why would you say that? You don't know me. And I said, you work for CNN. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I already oh. know who you work for. They pay you to lie. You know? So, I, anyway. I, I had a similar experience with the New York Times back in 2016, and they emailed me, and this was eight days before the election. And they said, uh, we've been reading your information about Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, and we, we wonder if you would talk to one of our, our, our reporters. And I said, sure, but I didn't trust him. So I gave him the phone number to my Skype. And when you call a Skype number, if you have the digital recorder, it automatically records every conversation. So the guy calls me up, and we have about a 20-minute conversation. And it's it's friendly, and I'm being honest. And, and I said, well, I don't like Hillary's policy on such and such. And I didn't get into all her scandals. I did say, though, that I thought she should have been prosecuted. But I said, that aside, I wouldn't vote for her anyway. And we went through that whole litany. And then at the end, the reporter tried a question of entrapment. He said... Uh, are, are you still going to advocate for violence um, if Donald Trump loses? And I said, oh, you're asking if I'm still beating my wife or if I stopped? Um, I said, no. I said, I said that, that's a BS question. And I said, and let me tell you something. Every word we have said has been recorded, and I live in a one-party state, so there's nothing you can do. And I will air this all over the country if you print that accusation. They didn't even run the story. They were trying to entrap yeah. a Trump supporter in saying things yeah. I didn't say. That's how they are. Well, uh, Showtime just interviewed me. I'd say four or five weeks ago, they came out because they have a they have a political news thing too, trying to keep up with Bill Maher on HBO. And they came out to Arizona, and we they found a restaurant that was uh, not open, and they paid them to stay open to have me in there to interview. And I can't remember the reporter's name. I really can't. In fact, I don't even remember him saying his name. He didn't shake my hand. Uh, he, he sat down at the table, and uh, he started interviewing me and asking me all these questions. I said, hey, he did. I said if you don't like my answers, uh, why did you want to interview me? I said, I didn't, I didn't uh, ask for this. And I yelled at him once. I actually uh, yelled at him, and I, and I said, everything you're doing is uh, supporting a lie, and all your questions are, are supporting lies. And and so um, the the lady that set it up, uh, the producer was named Lorenza, and uh, she called me afterwards and she apologized. This is the first time I've ever had anybody from any news agency call and apologize for the behavior of the interviewer, and and I was astonished. And then she called me a few days later and she said, "I told my bosses, and they are scrapping the whole story." Yeah. So Showtime showed a little bit of integrity, and I guess the guy, maybe they videotaped this, because the guy said uh, that we, you know, this, and we were already getting up from the table and leaving, but the cameraman still had his camera on. And he said, you know what, to me this is all about protecting democracy. I said, we don't have a democracy. I said, you probably ought to learn the, the Pledge of Allegiance, and so you can know that it's to the republic and not to the democracy for which it stands. And he goes, well, my professor in college said we have a democratic uh, uh, republic. And I said, nope, he was wrong, too. You've been lied to. Oh my and I said, it's a constitutional republic. So I think that it might have been because of that that I schooled this guy that they had no clue what form of government we have. They have no clue what the rule of law is. They have no uh, concern about the Constitution. It's all about mobocracy and democracy and democrats and and uh it's the political view that they're after they're not after the truth yeah. and they're not after individual liberty 
Fortunately, I got, I got schooled by my old friend from Air Force Intelligence, the late Bill Pollack. And Bill one time corrected me, and I used the word democracy. He said, Dave, a democracy are two wolves and a sheep deciding who's for dinner. A republic right. means you have guaranteed rights the government can't cross the line on. And, yeah. and, and, it's, and it's the right of you, the Bill. individual. Yeah, exactly. No, you're exactly right. Um, I, I Correct me if you think I'm wrong on this statement, but okay. 32% of uh, voting tabulators connected to the machines went down for various reasons, lack of printering, lack of alignment, all the excuses, but 32% went down in my book, and heavy Republican areas and the Democratic areas were largely unaffected, and this disenfranchised people for voting, because let me tell you what happened to two people I interviewed on my show last Wednesday. They were told, put your vote in the box. They were smart enough not to do that. They went to secondary sites, different different locations, and they were told, uh, you know, you just have to wait in line. One waited an hour, another waited almost two hours, and people were leaving the lines in this Republican area. Um, and and right. then there are reports I've gotten from people, they were in line when the polls closed, and they were told to go home, and they couldn't vote, and this was in Republican area. So the, the election was stolen under the direction of Stephen Rishier, who let this go on. What's your view on this? No, that's exactly what happened. I've already I've already verified the same thing. We've had people on our committee and people who are poll watchers uh, tell us the same thing. People were disenfranchised. Richard tried to put out a, a, a press statement that they were not. Uh, as soon as he said uh, their votes went in a box or they were at, they were directed to go to a different polling center. That made that made the lines at those other polling places extremely long, much more than normal, and and people do have jobs and schools and other responsibilities. Uh, like my wife and I take care of her mother. Uh, you know, this was not easy for us to vote. We went and voted, uh, and we voted in Gilbert. The line was not long, uh, and we we got it done. But some people can't do two or three hour lines uh, to vote. They have other things to do. It did dis- disenfranchise people and it did change the outcome of the election. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. Um, and there are people who are writing to me, and I have no way of verifying this, but this gentleman on YouTube named Monkey Works, is supposedly his ex-Intel, but we don't know his name, and mm-hmm. he's saying that uh, the machines can be altered by electronics, by planes flying overhead, they produce flight maps. I'm not convinced. I don't think you have to go that far in this. But I think also no. the other... the And listen, no disrespect to Monkey Works. We need people to do research on criminality. But but I, like I said, I don't even have to go to conspiracy theories. I can go to what eyewitnesses who experienced it told me happened. Well, and you can go just from what the uh, uh, Maricopa County Recorder's Office reported. And you can get it right there. You know that there was 20 to 30% of the machines that weren't working and then, and then you add to that the printers that you just talked about were out of ink out of ink? Are you kidding? On election day. You're so inept on election day you don't have enough ink for the printers? Come on no, I, I'm not buying that at all There's dumb, and that's an admission yeah. of ineptness, it's an admission that they weren't ready, the machines proved that I was correct when I met with him in person, they don't work, they're not more reliable and, and it's a joke that he thinks that, and it's a joke that we keep him, and not only that, he should be prosecuted. Yeah, I agree. So should the county. But here's the other thing about the County Board of Supervisors. Um, I had three election officials tell me confidentially, so therefore I can't say you have to believe this, but I believe it. Three different ones approached me when I started being an outspoken critic of the 2020 election in Maricopa County, and uh, they approached me individually. They didn't even know the other was approaching me, and they all told the same stories. They didn't have the election code as required by law to the Dominion voting machines. In fact, in one center I was told Dominion officials were given separate headquarters or rooms with their own specific internet. And that led rise to the accusations, well, the votes were tabulated in China, which is a federal offense. And and so I went down this avenue, 
And now two court orders came out and an attorney general's opinion from Brnovich, and they ordered the county supervisors to surrender the codes so they could be analyzed. And to this day, almost two years later, Richard, they still have not given up those codes. Were you aware that they still hadn't complied with the court orders? Uh, No, I wasn't, but it doesn't surprise me. But also, Brnovich uh, is so anti uh, anything to do with uh, vote fraud that he won't do anything either. And he's probably the one that probably should have followed up on that. He did. He threatened the county with removal of all state funds if you don't comply with the court orders. And then he gave them. 30 days, and then it was 60 days, and then he's running for the Senate. You oh, never, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. You yeah, never hear anything of else. I remember all that. Oh, yeah, but he dropped it. Yeah. Well, he's complicit, and, too, and because I he knew what went on. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. He's, he's totally complicit, if not even worse than that complicit. So you people listening to me and, and Richard in, uh, in California and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Nevada... And all these places in Georgia where they steal elections, we are giving you the formulas for what they do. When I did work with Fulton County people after the 2020 election, I mean, I'd tell them something, they'd complete my sentence. And everything that went on in Maricopa County went on in Fulton County. It's the same people uh, behind the same type of cheating, and we will never have another free election until we correct it, get rid of the machines, and and get rid of open ballot voting. I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, when Richard announced that they sent out, uh, six weeks before the election, they sent out 1.8 million ballots, I go, oh. Well, that guarantees cheating. That's another thing. They they have lay people trying to verify signatures on the registration to vote and then on the mail-in ballot. And those people are not trained. They who the votes literally hung on these people determining the signatures were the same on ballots and registrations. There's no way that should ever be uh, a determining factor for who wins an election yeah. in Arizona or any place else. Any place else. That's how ridiculous mail-in, mail-in ballots are absolutely absurd. And anybody believing in that process is an idiot. Well, that should be restricted to extreme handicap and also to, the, mil- to the military. And that's it. Correct. No, no ballot boxes. I mean, I don't know how anyone no. could see the movie 2,000 Mules and the high standard to prove cheating. The extremely high standard right. to sue the set and not say, right. yeah, this is one of the main ways they stole the election. I came up with, I wrote an article on this in May. Of, I don't know if you even know this. I think this is, you'll find this interesting. On uh, In the first or second week of May of 2021, after I had concluded my investigation, I had talked to Liz Harris at the Tea Party, which, by the way, I'm speaking at in Arizona on December 21st. But when I compared notes with people and I said, okay, it's time for me to write the article, and I did, okay, within an hour of publication, Paul Preston, uh, Gender 21 Radio, the president of the New California Movement, was talking about my article on the air. He was reading it. And he got a call that day, and he was told, if you don't stop supporting Dave Hodges, he's going to get you killed. And then Sarah Westall got a call, we'll destroy you if you keep promoting Dave Hodges' ideas. That happened to 13 other journalists that I personally know. That tells you that you're pretty close to home on your article, doesn't it? Yeah, I I, uh, totally agree with you. You know you you, uh, struck a nerve. You know you're over the target once stuff like that starts happening. Bingo. And, uh, uh, you, you know, that's why I, I don't turn down interviews. Some of, some of the people that work close, Sam Bushman always told me, no, turn them down, don't talk to them. And I said, uh, they're going to lie about us either way. Uh, at least I get to tell them the truth. What they do with it is their problem, but I get to tell them the truth. Uh, and they, he said, well, you're going to participate with them lying. And I said, yeah, they do anyway. So uh, I think, one, it proves it's a compliment when New York Times, CNN, Reuters. Uh, oh, this is a this is an amazing name for a, for a, a news agency, the Daily Beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Daily yeah. Beast. They lie. They they've told the most lies about me and the CSPOA, 
and then the Washington Post. Yeah, they Last lied about alone, me too. Washington, Richard, Washington Post I, I, hit me five I, times. I want to cut to one one quick question, very quick, is and I want to give you a few minutes to talk about your organization that people need to know about. Um, okay. Katie Hobbs uh, did this commercial, and she's pro-sanctuary state Arizona. She voted that way in the legislature. She's walking the border. I have a plan. Of course, we never heard what the plan was. And she's walking with two sheriffs there supporting her, Pima County and Santa Cruz. How could those sheriffs in good conscience support her? And we got about a minute for that answer. Well, well, I I know Hathaway, Sheriff Hathaway from Santa Cruz. He's a registered Democrat, but he's not a Democrat. He registered as a Democrat to win the race. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about parties. If he wants to do it, but he changed, and he became a hitman for the Democrats, and I texted him. He spoke at the Freedom Fest in Las Vegas in July, July 14th. He was there, parading around as if he was the biggest conservative constitutionalist ever. And so this whole Freedom Fest is about not uh, not supporting uh, the the... Uh, not drinking the Kool-Aid of the of the Democrats and Republicans, and we stand for the Constitution. The biggest thing there is is integrity, um, and and fair elections, and safe elections, and n- no abortion. Blah blah blah. And he supports. And I wrote him a text, and I said, "You're supporting the likes of Katie Hobbs, an abortionist, a gun control fanatic, and a sanctuary uh, person." I said, "Why would you do that?" Well, he never responded. Yeah, of course not. And he, 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 he never did and never will, I guess. And uh, he is not a man of integrity. It shocked me. Now, Pima County Sheriff, he's just a hitman for the Democrats. That's exactly. He's but a Raul Gravalda supporter. Yeah, you're right. Right. Halfway he, is not, or, or he wasn't, but he's he's changed. He is now. And he sold his soul to the devil. I called them out, but, you know, the, the thing that, that, that bothered me about this is, is and I can't say that they, these two sheriffs are... Uh, part of this, but I have intel, Richard, and it's something I'll share with you as I get more, that border sheriffs, not just in Arizona, but across the whole border, are being infiltrated by the cartels. And, uh, and let me tell you, the, source, oh, no the two sources I have no are impeccable. Impeccable. Anyway, um, I, I appreciate your honesty in those two sheriffs because uh, I am going to take them on for what they did in the campaign, uh, and I'm going yeah. to try to affect their reelections. But anyway, very quickly here, I want to talk to you about your organization. You're doing one of the most pe- important pieces of work out there, so you got about uh, 90 seconds here to tell everyone about how what you guys do. Well, the CSPOA is people oriented, and we want to we want all the people listening to your program to understand this is by for and of them. It's called the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Mm-hmm. But there's a posse membership on our website, and we need every single person in this country who wants to take back our country in a peaceful and effective manner with constitutional sheriffs leading the way with we the people. It is the only peaceful and effective solution we have left, and it's within your hands. It's within your reach. It's doable. We're having uh, a lot of success with this. We need more. We need to make this bigger, better, and faster right now, better funded, and that comes from you, the people of this country. Go to CSPOA.org, become a part of this, make a donation, and become a member of the CSPOA Posse. One of the things that I think people need to know is that with the Republican Party it, uh, so compromised, as you've heard on this show, uh, the sheriffs are really our last line of defense. And this is what Richard does such a good job of educating the sheriffs about how to stand up to tyranny in their state. Well, my book is on there too. You can get it. It's called The County Sheriff, America's Last Hope. I couldn't agree with that title more. That is an awesome title, Richard. Well, you know, listen, folks, I've interviewed a lot of people here. We have a lot of great Americans but uh, Richard stands, I think, at the top of the heap because he's educating the people that's our last line of defense. The Republican Party is lost to the globalists. Richard, thanks so much for joining. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Anytime, Dave. Thanks so much. See you soon. Take care. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.